and welcome back to Get Real Gaming. It's the show where we get real, talking about the latest video game news and releases. I'm Richard, and with me, as always, is Sir Battensburg, the 21st Lawrence. How are you doing today? Hey there, my good chap. Yes, I'm doing very well. I've come from very my good. time in the Amazon. Oh, what have you been doing over there? Finding a PlayStation 5. A PlayStation 5. Have you returned successfully? Yes, I've returned successfully with my expedition. Very good. But we'll talk more to say. (laughs) We'll talk more about that as the main, in our main topic today, your PlayStation 5. Um, But Lawrence. Would you like to, would you like me to get my nephew? Oh, yes, please. If you could. I'll I'll, I'll go get him now. All right. Well, uh, welcome back, everybody. We boy. are on episode 23 here, now, and we've had over 250 downloads. So boy. thank you very much to everybody for taking part and listening and enjoying the show. We're glad everyone's having a great time. Today, we're going to go through the PlayStation 5 review from Lawrence when he shows up finally. And um, let's go straight into what we've been playing this week. Lawrence. Hello. Yes, it's me. Hi. What have we been playing this week other than... I mean, you can mention PlayStation stuff, but uh, perhaps you I've should. Been, I've been playing Final Fantasy fourteen. Oh my god! What a shock, horror, gasp! <laughs> I'm at the I'm at like the latest expansion now. It's really exciting, and oh god, oh, is so, it? Re- it's a really like a gut punch in many of the story. But anyway, uh, yes, uh, I've been playing as a surprise to everyone here. I've been playing Fortnite. He's been bloody playing Fortnite, and not with me. Not with me, no, but you have. No, by myself. Is, it, is this because of the PlayStation 5? Yes. <laughs> right, okay, so we'll have to talk more about that later on. Is there anything else that you've been playing this week? Uh, I've been playing uh, Near Automata. Still. Isn't there some Isn't there some news about that this week? There is, which I have oh. already up, and we will get into that. Uh, we're going to talk about that a bit more later we on. Are but how are, you, how are you finding Near Automata, though? I'm loving it. Like it's really, really cool. I think I think I okay. talked about it last week. You did mention um, it, yeah. We talked yeah. about the 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 way that it's like a twin stick, but yeah, it kind of mixes genres together that you don't expect. It's, it's pretty damn cool. That's cool. Yeah. Anything else this week? Great. Well, some Brilliant. PlayStation Five stuff, but no. <laughs> Other than PlayStation stuff, which we need to talk about, ma- okay. ma- mainly Final Fantasy fourteen. I'm not addicted. Yeah. I can no, stop. definitely not. Any time, yeah. Um, <laughs> this week, I've been playing more Balloons TD Six. It actually went on a weekend sale, Lawrence. It was like Did? one pound something, and this was after I'd already spent seven quid on it the week prior, which we mentioned in the show. But I'm, I really like it. Actually, it's gotten to the point now where I'm kind of half casually watching Balloon TD Six strategy videos on YouTube a little bit oh sometimes. Oh my god. <laughs> Just to see what people are doing in the meta, because it's multiplayer. And, of course, you know me, I'm a very social gamer, Lawrence. I, I game socially. You do. So, um, this week as well, it's just been a bit of Call of Duty and Dota 2. We've been playing a lot of Dota 2 with uh, Sam and uh, my Sam. girlfriend. So, and, and in other various teams. We <laughs> So, I have a couple of uh, guys that I don't play with very often. But um, they don't. It's not that I don't play with them very often. It's they are immortal rank in Dota, which is the highest rank in Dota, and they don't want to play with me unless they switch Steam accounts to play on a Smurf account. <laughs> so, <laughs> so isn't I got that to play like with them. against terms of service or something? 
Well, they're allowed to have another account. They oh. just aren't ranked in it. So I think that they, you know, I said Smurf, but I think that it's not really a Smurf account because we didn't play ranked, we played unranked. So in that sense of it, it's fine, uh, as far as I know. Uh, and that was a good laugh. And uh, I learned a lot about how bad I was at Dota, truly, even oh. after maybe nearly 2,000 hours in the game now. I think I've still got my trading wheels on, is what I'm trying to say. I mean, and Dota when, is, it, you know, 2,000 hours of Dota equates to two hours of real game time, uh, yeah. really. I have a confession to make, though, Lawrence. Oh, no. I did an in-app purchase in Hearthstone. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Thank you for listening to the podcast. This will be the last one. Um, (laughs) Say goodbye, Richard. Bye, bye, everybody. No, come on now, right? (laughs) I've been playing Hearthstone on my phone because Magic isn't out on the phone yet. So sometimes I'm in bed and I fancy playing, like, a card game or something in bed. And Hearthstone is the only option on phone right now. You might as well play poker at least. Then you can get better at it instead of bloody Hearthstone. Yeah, but it is fun as a casual phone game. I wouldn't play it as a serious... Like, to me, I think that Hearthstone is a great mobile, casual experience, and Magic is a more serious experience. So I wouldn't play Hearthstone necessarily on my PC. I would go to Magic, but then, you know, I'd play it on my I'd play Hearthstone on my phone for now until Magic comes in. Speaking of that, by the way, do we also have more news about that, Lawrence, today, or do I have to bring this up today? About what? Magic? Magic, yeah. Well, do you believe in magic no. in the young girl's heart? Uh, well, listen. So I, 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 I think I've done it anyway. So can we get onto the news and I'll and I'll segue us well, in speaking yeah, of magic? Yeah, you're the one that's waffling. Bloody yeah. flood! Right. So, so speaking of Magic the Gathering, Magic Legends, Lawrence, have you heard of it? No. The Magic Legends open beta. Maybe we should just right? drop this topic. <laughs> no, we shouldn't. <laughs> We've done this 20 times now. The recording's <laughs> three hours long. <laughs> Magic Legends, you've heard of it, Lawrence. At this point, you At definitely this point, have. I'm dreaming of it. Go on. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I just wanted to get my notes right. Magic Legends, which is a new Magic the Gathering uh, game on uh-huh. PC is out in open beta today. I Ooh. haven't played it yet, but I will be signing up for the beta Ooh. to check it out. Oh, I will um, be signing up as well. It is a uh, it's a video game. It's got <laughs> it is a video magic, game, you're the, correct. It's got Magic the Gathering characters <laughs> in it. Um, a new magic bad. story, ancient forces move in the darkness, and it's up to players to gather the power needed to fight this evil. Magic Legends features noteworthy characters from the iconic franchise across various storylines, eventually, eventually culminating in conflict with a powerful villain from the multiverse who has never been visualized before. Ooh. So this is a... Is it an MMO? Or it is, is an, it a, I believe it is an MMO. So I believe you get to pick, you get to be a planeswalker in in the game and uh-huh. you can, uh, like, you know, it's kind of like your classes depending on who you pick. So you're, in Magic, you've got, um, you know, different colour mana and that is like islands, mountains, forest, swamp. And I, and I think that those classes are related to those, which is kind of a, a nice way to do it, really, I think. It's uh, actually quite well set up. It's kind of like um, a pillar of exile, Jobby. Yeah, 
Oh, so it's like a like a like a top down like a Diablo. Yeah, if if you go if you go onto the website and they're going about and scroll all the way down, it says "Call Control the Chaos" and it shows you a little bit of gameplay. Oh, wait a minute. You, were you talking about uh, Path of Exile or Pil- uh, not Pillars of Exile? Were you talking about Pillars of Exile? Yeah, Path Path of Exile. Yeah, sorry. Right. Yes. No. I just wanted to make sure that I hadn't thought you said Path of Exile, but you meant another game that I'd never heard of called uh, Pillars of Exile. Yeah, Brilliant. The other Pillars of Eternity. Right. So. Yeah. <laughs> So anyway, the news is, is that that's out today, uh, the beta. So um, I'll probably be playing it and we'll report on it more next week, Lawrence. How about that? Yeah, that sounds good if we can get in. We can absolutely get in and we will make sure that we can. Lawrence! Yes? What other news have you brought to us this week? Well, post-launch woes in video games. Have you heard of it? (laughs) See, that's how you do it. That's how you do it. (laughs) Come on here, try to steal my shtick. Yeah, I have. Well, Assassin's Creed Valhalla. A very, yes. very good game, or used to be a good game. Uh, one which I rather enjoyed and, and quite loved. Ubisoft has, has up to its old tricks and uh, unfortunately decided to add in a load of microtransactions. Ah, uh, Including being, like, when you transmog, or so like when you change your outfit to look like something else, Without losing the stats, you have to pay silver. But to get silver, you either grind for it uh, or you pay for it. You don't. Right. There's no other way of earning it. But if you're already at the end of the game and you've spent all your silver, you're you're stuck. Basically. And, and how long? How long has Assassin's Creed Valhalla been out now? Um, since November. So, in the space of like five months. I mean, the game, how relevant is Assassin's Creed at this point? I mean, Valhalla's pretty relevant. It's quite up there. Um, a lot of people have been really enjoying it. And, and it's, a mean, good, it's a good Assassin's Creed. Yeah, I mean, it's a good, I mean, obviously it's it's a well, as far as Assassin's Creed games go, it is it is considered a good one. Yes. But, but my, what I'm thinking is, is at this point, if you are a fan enough of Assassin's Creed to spend money inside of the game, don't you think that by this point in time you'll have already finished the game? Yes, but if you're going like to spend who? money in Assassin's Creed, I urge you don't. <laughs> no, yeah, but but do you know what I mean? Like, if this was at launch and, and there were features that you could have, the people that were really enjoying Assassin's Creed on launch and the hype was all there would benefit a lot from it. Now yeah. I don't really know, see how people will benefit from from this. And it just kind of... To me, that shows that they understand that, and they think they it's irrelevant enough for it to not people to not get too pissed about it at this point. If they'd have done it on launch, people would have gone, "I can't believe this!" Blah blah blah. Yeah, but we're five months in now, so yeah, people are still going, "Oh my god!" So you know, there's mm. not not much difference, right? So Assassin's Creed still avoid like the plague. What's next on the news today, well, Lawrence? You brought up near Automata. Or automator. Oh, or sorry. New word. <laughs> sorry. New automator, new automata. <laughs> Same thing. Yes. Heard of it. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is a, I have, uh, this is, uh, I miss you, Lawrence. Right, yes. <laughs> I have heard I of it. You too, buddy. <laughs> well, well, apparently it's being review bombed on Steam. Ah, yes. Because this is... Ex- a- because the Xbox Game Pass version on PC has various bug fixes and improvements, which the Steam version doesn't have. Oh, yeah, including so, uh, a borderless video uh, video setting, 
right. fixed image settings, patches that improve crashes and additional performance problems. Yeah. And things like that. On Steam, they don't have any of this. If you have the original game on Steam, you may even mm. have to play in 4 by 3 resolution. Oh, sorry? Exactly. What? And it's not been patched at all. So, um, why 4 by 3 I don't know. Uh, but so so everyone, so the Steam users are taking their taking to the reviews and view bombing it to uh, try and get a bit of change, which to be fair, I think is not unreasonable. I am just trying to figure out why it's not been updated at this point on the Steam. Well, and and it's a Square Enix game, so there's no there's no weird tie to Microsoft or the Game Pass or anything like that. So, well, the thing is the 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 Xbox port is based on the uh, become uh, become as God's edition, which was originally launched as an uh, on the Xbox One. So it's an Xbox One port to PC rather than using the PC version of the game that's on Steam. Right. Okay. And so you think that there's some compatibility reason there why it's not getting fixed? Possibly. Yes. Yeah. Because because those bug fixes can't just be quickly translated over to the actual PC version of the game. Yeah. Ah, okay. I don't do you think that this is going to work? Do you think that do you think the review bombing uh, something on Steam is is going to damage is going to make them do anything about this? Well, like, it's it's hit every like journalist outlet out there, so I, I it's working and I assume yes. that they'll get something. Uh, I hope they get something at least. I mean, what if they had plans to bring the same update to PC all along to Steam anyway? Then they should I mean, make it that very quickly. <laughs> very good, Lawrence. I agree. <laughs> What's next on the news items so, this week? Cyberpunk 2077. Uh, yes, I've heard of it. you heard of it? <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, they announced the some of the new features of the new patches coming out which is grand. Um, they haven't announced a release date for that patch, which is not so grand. But the lead right. gameplay designer has left. Ooh. Oh, why has he left? Uh, he has said that it's uh, personal reasons. He's just going to go take, he's taking a long holiday, which to be fair, after Cyberpunk, I don't blame him. Wait, he's taking a long holiday or he's yeah. leaving? He's leaving and he's taking a break from like games, game development. Oh, right. So, so he's, so he's maybe he might be coming back. I don't know. He's taking a break from hell. Pretty much. And, um, okay. Well, that is, I'm sure they've got something in place to, to re- replace him while he goes. At this, at this stage, they can't afford not to have something in place. One of those situations, isn't it, Lawrence? That's just so, like, it, like at this point in time, the last thing you want to be doing for someone working at CD Projekt Red is more hard work. Yeah, uh, but I imagine, I imagine that they would have a replacement inbound, and I feel this is kind of Cyberpunk is going to be a, a no man's sky situation purely because of the new patches is giving the stuff that people want and. It, it's only going to get better as time goes on. Uh, and I imagine next year, this time next year, it will be as they intended it to be released as. Right. Yeah. And speaking Hopefully. of No Man's Sky. Uh, uh, yes. Have you heard of it? I have heard of it, yes. Positive. Oh, yeah. 
Well, the best ongoing game of 2020, No Man's Sky, <laughs> has... Uh... F- you know what? <laughs> F*** you for bringing that up again, lads. <laughs> <laughs> keep that in. You can keep that in and bleep it, but you need to keep that in. <laughs> yeah. Well, this is this is uh, this is an Arkham PC game. Apparently, someone has made the Imperial City from from Oblivion and Elder Scrolls fame in No Man's Sky. What do you mean they've made? They've made like the whole the whole Imperial City base, like in, as a base uh, in No Man's Sky. Like visually, or yeah, like hang on, I'll get you a picture. I'll show you. Let's have a quick look. Looks really good, you know. All things considered, it. Oh, interesting. So they're taking the tools available to them within No Man's Sky to create this, uh, to create something that looks similar. Yeah. Well, it, I mean, you know, I don't, I don't have a reference image, but I can tell already that, you know, it's obviously based on parts that you've only, you know, it can only look a certain way because of No Man's Sky parts. Yeah. Interesting. The entire, yeah. I mean, the structure's there. Yeah. And, I, and I, I just threw that in there really just to piss you off. Wow, you achieved greatness today, Lawrence. Yeah. Let's move on to the next series <laughs> topic. What, what have we got? Microsoft, have you heard of him? Ah, uh, bloody hell. Well, they've renamed the Xbox Live to Xbox Network. No. Wait, yep. what? Xbox Live is, is, uh, is gone. It's now called the ne- Network, Xbox Network. No way. Wait, is that, are you being serious? I'm 100% serious, yeah. Xbox Live is such a good name for it, though. They, they've changed it to Xbox Network to join the PlayStation Network. No, come on. Yeah, it, it happened overnight. What? I'm fact, trying to look at in the... In fact, if you check your dashboard on the Xbox, it no longer refers to it as Xbox Live. Oh, my God. Yeah. That's nuts. In a statement to Eurogamer this morning, Microsoft has explained the recent branding change for its underlying online infrastructure. In short, the new Xbox network phrasing is more, quote-unquote, descriptive. Mm-hmm. Xbox Live isn't going away, Microsoft told Eurogamer. We are making ongoing adjustments to create a simpler, more descriptive messaging system for Xbox in different areas. So this actually might tie into another piece of news going forward that I have brought for you if you don't have is, this piece it, of news Is it today. that Discordy thing? It is about Discord, Well, I was yeah. about to go segue into that, but as you were. Uh, no, no, I'll let you say. No, 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 I insist. Okay, well, you can interrupt me halfway through, but this okay. ties us potentially into the news that Microsoft are in talks potentially to buy Discord to buy it, like, out for more than $10 billion at this point is the current number because they recently did a round of funding, apparently, at a $7 billion evaluation and managed to get $100 million in investments at that value. So that is, well, the thing, well, Microsoft, they talk about buying a lot of companies. Okay, they talk about buying lots of things. So they might not come to anything, might not come to fruition at all, but... It's not that Microsoft approached Discord. Discord seemed to be looking to sell Lawrence. Yeah, they do. Yeah. So that makes it more interesting because because it's not as if Microsoft are going, oh, we might we might be interested in that. 
oh, ooh, which is what they might, which is what they usually do. They usually go, oh, what if we buy this? Oh, we could talk about buying that. Instead, yeah. Discord have gone, we're selling, and Microsoft have gone, ten billion dollar evaluation. What, what do you have? What do you have about that? It's an interesting time. Um, I'm worried naturally, I, because I mean, look what happened to Skype. I was going to say exactly the same thing, mm. right? so I'm glad we're on the same wavelength. I, th- here. I, th- I think we're on the same wavelength as majority of Twitter. Oh, well, it's Twitter also. I mean, Twitter's it's not. That, yeah. It's not. It's not a fact. It's not like some kind of unique thought then, because obviously, yeah. because it's you know, obviously they didn't do a great job with Skype at all, um, and this is why Discord now exists. So, yeah. in in many ways, they would be buying the very thing Discord, you know, <laughs> was essentially trying to destroy at that point. <laughs> Um, the question is, where are we going to go after they ruin Discord? Well, you know, TeamSpeak better do something because oh, they're still no, going. We're not going. I'm not going back to 2000 and bloody too. I know. But then, oh. I'm, you know, I'm thinking about it. And the more I think about it, it's like, well, Microsoft had MSN. They and had they messed, Skype. And they got rid of that. And they got, yeah, rid, they of got that. rid of that. MSN. <laughs> and, they, and then they got Skype and then they messed up Skype. It's going to be Zoom, isn't it? Oh, God. No, uh, it's going to be Zoom's the next, the next one after Discord. Zoom. Well, they have oh. Microsoft Teams, which is a direct competitor. So uh, but, they but, might uh, buy. They might buy it just to to integrate the systems together. It might be called like Microsoft Zoom, and Teams is now called Zoom or something. I don't know. Ugh. Anyway, that's all rumor mill speculation rubbish. What isn't speculation rubbish is that there are talks to buy Discord. So yeah, uh, I actually want to know what everyone else thinks about Microsoft potentially buying Discord at a ten billion, at least a ten billion dollar evaluation. So you can let us know, obviously, at GetRealPod or GetRealGaming at gmail Send us an email, Lawrence. If uh, if if anyone wants to help us buy Discord, oh uh, yes, we, we do <laughs> yes. have a Patreon. We don't. <laughs> we don't. We we don't, Lawrence. Oh, do you have an only unless, ha- only unless, unless unless we do, and I don't know about it. <laughs> Just don't Google it. <laughs> okay. Uh, what about only fans? Do you have an only fans? Do we? Uh, we don't. A GoFundMe. We don't. Do we have a collection team? We we act. We don't. All we have is your listenership, and we appreciate it very much. Don't we, Lawrence? Don't we, Lawrence? Oh, yes. Quite. Yes, very good. Is there anyone who's getting paid? I was getting paid. Are you getting paid? Well, who's paying you? Because I'm not getting paid. Uh, It's Christmas Sunday. You're getting paid. I'm I'm being paid. Are you? You're you're getting paid. Yeah, I've got a weekly. I'm going to have to have words. I'm going to have to have words. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to have to have words. Fallout 76. Do you know it? Yes, I, it's a game that I bought and never played. Really, well, it's on the, play, it's on the, it's on the PC Game Pass. <laughs> I did, uh, I did play it, but I didn't get that far through it. I couldn't really do. Well, I, you know, I'd never, I'd never played Fallout until Fallout uh-huh. seventy six, which oh, you is maybe poor bastard. That's what I was going to say. Some <laughs> people will say to me that's part of the problem, but but I couldn't get into this like the slow mo, slow down, aim for a certain part of it. But I just it wasn't really. For you. A system that I was that yeah yeah um so well anyway well they've they've just brought out a new roadmap for their uh, for twenty twenty one um sorry shouldn't they be busy shouldn't they shouldn't they be busy making Elder Scrolls six well they are doing but this is a different team uh, 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 screw this team. <laughs> 
screw this team. Well, so so what's the roadmap then? But they well, in starting in spring, which is a thing called Lock and Loaded, it's got special loadouts, camp, uh, camp slots, mannequins, daily up expansions, crafting sliders, and aim assist on consoles. In the summer, uh, it's called Steel Rain, which is uh, apparently Steel Rain quests. So it's all about possibly the Steel Brotherhood. Uh, expanding legendary crafting on unlimited season ranks. In fall, it's called The Worlds Are Changing. Changes to private servers and daily ops expansion. And then in winter, uh-huh. Tales from the Stars. More four-star legendary gear and more seasonal event about cults, alien-based public events, and campsite pets. By now, before it all runs out, only on like a, Steam. It sounds like a season pass. I don't know what happened there. Did they buy... Is it like something that you buy, like... I think, past I think, two or is... uh, no it's it's like the free updates oh mm. and speaking of free updates oh yeah yeah avengers marvel avengers oh, I got, oh yes <laughs> oh, i got i got an advert for this yes, earlier on today still terrible yes and okay, they so just it's a revealed, new expansion they revealed their, their roadmap and i thought right because we spoke about this that you have to pay for this you don't it's all free Right. That doesn't save it, but go No, on. it doesn't save it at all. Uh, so in March, uh, you get the next-gen upgrades, the new hero, villain, and story modes, uh, all sorts of malarkey. And then in spring, yeah. you've got the um, Tacon Anomaly, which allows you to play as a combination of your favorite heroes, so you can have, like, four Iron Mans if you want to. Um, right. And then you've got the Red Room Takeover, which will have, like, a new, I imagine, new story with new uh, hero outfits. And then... It goes to Summer and Beyond, which is the Cosmic Cube, which is a, a new like sector, a new like area to play in. Then Wasteland Patrol, which is a new mission type. And then you get the War for Wakanda, which is the expansion, which you get Black Panther and the new the new story and the new biome and new everything. Please, the, we promise this game is worth paying money for. We're the, putting so it, much... Yeah, they, they've said they are not going to go free to play because their thing works, apparently. That's I don't know them. where... Yeah. Um, Spider-Man yeah. has also been delayed from the game. So right. it, uh, additional content and features, Omega level threats, missions, multiplayer <laughs> mega highs, post level 50 progression, outfits inspired by the MCU, which I think might help drag people back. But uh, I got it, it for free MCU. and I've still not played it. I mean... I, I saw an advert for one of the expansion things today, and it was like Hawkeye or something. Yeah. And the Hawkeye doesn't look anything like Hawkeye. I just looked at it and I thought, this is like poor man's Hawkeye. Yeah, it's ba- all of them are basically poor man's whatever. Yeah, it's not... Have, it's not... The, wor- the worst one for it is Captain America. Really? You've got, like, I haven't I seen, I haven't I'll, seen I'll, Captain America, I'll, but... I'll, I'll send them to you. But I'll just send you all of them, because all, they all look terrible. That's sorry. Yeah, yeah that that's that's uh that's, that's no. Cap. And uh so oh, the, oh look. The, this is Tony. So it's okay, well looking at this, it is obvious then that they're not going for the MCU actors visualizations. They're doing Those the only complete, one that looks I mean, decent. I mean this is po- this is possibly more true to something else. Another reference that we're not used to seeing because they we're just used to the cinematic universe. Yeah, but like if it's marketed to everyone and they're going to bring in the outfits from the MCU, like you kind of yeah. need to just, yeah, even eat like it's Square Enix. You could pay the extra mile to get the likeness. 
Uh, well, I'm not so sure. Even for them, I'm not sure how much they would want to shell out for that. But they don't look. They look. They don't look good. I'll be honest. They don't look good. They don't remind me of uh of good MCU times. So we'll be skipping that anyway, regardless. I think. Yeah. Um, speaking of Xbox and Microsoft from earlier, because we're going to pretend that the Avengers doesn't exist, Lawrence. What's the um, Avengers? Xbox Game Pass Sounds like for PC. Oh, yeah. It now includes EA Play. It does. Adding 60 plus games to the library. That's big news. It is big this news. Week. That's happened. Uh, that means all of EA Play's stuff, all on PC. Only the standard edition, not the pro stuff. Yeah, but I mean, it's it's free on Game Pass. Like, yeah, but so I, can't, I can't play FIFA 21. You shouldn't be playing FIFA anyway, Lawrence. You know, it's a gambling machine. It is a gambling machine. Also, some more PC news that might be interesting today. You're giving me PC news. Have you heard of Terraria, Lawrence? Have you heard of it? No. You've not heard of Terraria? The uh, Minecraft 2D platformer-style game? Uh, no. Well, Terraria, Lawrence, is has it going become to the... No, it oh. has become the highest rated Steam game of all time and has now sold 35 million copies. How's that happened then? Well, people are playing it. Hang on, did they did, hang on, did they count Football Manager because I mean No. Nope. I mean, I mean you haven't bought it enough times for it to be anywhere close. So there you go. Just thought that was uh, just some interesting news about Terraria. Well, it's, I it's a, have ca- some big news which you'll enjoy. Oh, go on. I have some Call of Duty news. Um, Call of Duty. About the rumors. new Call of Duty. Oh, the Call yeah, of Duty yeah, yeah. 2021. I have something to say about this. It is called, apparently, the project name is World, is like titled World War II Vanguard. So, so we're going back. What is interesting to me about this is that it's Sledgehammer Games. Mm. Doing a World War Two game, but but apparently yeah. the like rumor is that some of the parts of the game will take place during the nineteen fifties, and this might be a alternate universe where World War Two was extended. Oh, which so I'm not some... too eh, on it. Right, right, okay. So, but I mean. So a lot of the story side of Call of Duty stuff is all very fantasy, and I mean, the the story for Cold War was yeah. so out there. It was essentially was an alternate unit, Lawrence. It was but, absolutely. But was it out there? Parts of it were completely, completely off the rocker. But was it out there though? This is the Cold War. Anything can happen. We don't know. We were we were looking at some like alternate universe type stuff definitely nah, I don't um, think so. you don't think so i mean sledgehammer games made the first world war Two title but i just think it's interesting that we have sledgehammer doing another world war Two title considering that treyarch is now doing the cold war and they're more known for doing the war the world war stuff mm. Apparently, so some, usually, some people are saying that it could be set in the korean war well as long as long as there is no in-game, like, hub where you can buy crates <laughs> around other people, <laughs> I don't mind. And I'm sure they won't do it. I'm sure that they won't because they know how bad that went last time. And in, in regards to Warzone, 
Yes. They have came out and said every Call of Duty title for at least the next five years will have its own footprint on Warzone. It just, it's, it's already, it's, it's already, already too already, much. It's already outdated. Like the engine is, feels outdated to play in. It, it, the game, Warzone is like a successful project that it's almost like they didn't think was going to be that successful and now we're trying to run with it. I, I, because I think, the game I think Warzone is, just, is like it's no good adding all weapons in, just because it's it, eh. no the balancing you you have to you would literally have to start rebalancing every gun stat for 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 Warzone separately to the Call of Duty title. Yeah. I don't think that's that hard to do. You just need no. a, a a boolean if this then that trigger that gives the gun different stats depending on which game you're in. I think it's not difficult just, to do. They just haven't I done think it. They should just stick to the modern warfare weapons because it's set in modern day, present day. And then when the cold Cold War map comes in, then switch it to the uh, uh, Cold War weapons. And then yeah. when when this one comes out, wait for that map to come out, and then switch over the, those weapons. And it also makes me want to suggest to just stop trying to do your own version of Warzone in your new Call of Duty title. Because yeah. that is no, like they had that smaller map that was like in, like, was it in Cold War or is it separate from Cold War? Um, it's, it's, was Warzone. it in it's Warzone? Te- it's technically classed as Warzone, yeah. Yeah, but they, they promote it as if it's part of Cold War. It still launches Warzone and then it's like people don't even really play that map anyway. Just let Warzone yeah. do Be Warzone insane. stuff. Yeah. And don't try, you know, spend your time doing other things. Like you can definitely, you know, do a lot more with your new Call of Duty games. But honestly, they just need to, like, the engine's just not, the sound is terrible. Yeah. It's, it's the audio is awful in Warzone, and it and just it, doesn't play. It's got two different, like, the game has two different feels to it. Like, Warzone feels infinitely different. It feels more like Modern Warfare, which is my preferred engine, to Cold War. And people are so used to playing Cold War, when they jump back to Warzone, it's like you have to relearn the game all over again. Yeah. And I mean, it is, it is, exactly like playing two, two different games at this point um it's like playing valorant versus csgo or something like they are completely different feeling even though they're, they're under the same brand name obviously yeah. call obviously valorant and uh csgo aren't but i was just trying to make the point two separate games that do a similar thing like um fifa um, and pez yeah you know imagine if like pez was like the battle oh, royale the version of fifa was part of fifa yeah Anyway, that's a bit of a of a <laughs> of a strain there. Yeah, <laughs> Lawrence, Richard, Pittman. You heard of it? No, you've not heard of Pittman. No, you haven't no. heard of anything, Lawrence. I, I, I live under a rock, personally. Bloody yeah. Hell. Uh, well, Nintendo and Niantic, who are the creators of Pokemon Go, Lawrence. Don't tell me they made a mobile game. They've announced a Pikmin app for mobile coming this year and if you are and if you are interested you can already pre-register on the website i have to hold back from going on a rant here (laughs) the the worry is because i like pikmin don't don't make me go on a rant here don't and i do like pokemon go don't do it i hate the harry potter one the harry potter one was was just was a cash grab app i have an issue 
Oh, yeah. All these goddamn companies all trying to emulate this Pokemon Go BS and trying to add every single franchise under the sun like this mobile app Pokemon Go crap. You've got World of Warcraft doing it. You've got Overwatch doing it. You've got Call of Duty doing it. You've got Flaming FIFA doing it. You've got all the big bloody six of the of the gaming industry trying to cash in on this mobile malarkey while leaving their desktop PC and console games to dirt. It's 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 uh, all. I feel like I've stepped on some toes here. Are you all right? Oh, bloody hate mobile apps. What's wrong with some mobile apps? What's wrong with bringing... I I hate what they stand for. Anyway, you can (sighs) pre-register if you want at the link. (laughs) 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 But Pokemon... Niantic are the people that made Pokemon Go. So it's just another... It's going to be another Pokemon Go-esque type game... I paid eight quid for the season pass of Mario on mobile. For for which game? The one which you you Mario Runner where you're flicking Mario Car Oh Mario Run Super Mario Run. Yeah. Oh, you poor thing. Yeah. Oh no. Look, I think you can tell when a game is go is worth and not worth an in-app purchase. Like Call of Duty Mobile. Yeah. Well, I know, but 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 it's not. That game was obviously designed to not to give you a full experience without you continuing to spend money on it. This yeah. is a whole to- this Call is a whole Duty topic. Mo- this could be a whole main topic. But Call of Duty Mobile was pretty fun. It was. It was fun because um, it was easy. You could just go around knife and everyone. It was great. And I liked that they were using old maps, like the best maps from Call of Duty, all in the phone game. That's yeah. fun. It's like, it's like, yeah, we, we're just doing fun things with the Call of Duty franchise on mobile, and I appreciate that. Um, because I think we need to see more of that in Call of Duty. Um, but yeah, I just thought that it would... I mean, I don't want them to do a reskin of Pokemon Go like they did with Harry Potter. With the Harry Potter app, it's just a complete reskin of Pokemon Go, and it's trash. It's is rubbish. Yes. Um... I played it for about an hour and then was like, oh, I'm not playing this anymore. So, Lawrence. Richard. Sony. Have you heard of it? Vaguely. Well, do you remember the PlayStation Portable? Oh, the is PlayStation this the one about Vita? the servers? It is. Oh, wounded. And the PlayStation 3, Lawrence. And the PlayStation Vita. And the Vita. Oh. Sony is shutting down... Bastards. The PSP, PS Vita, and PlayStation 3 stores. Shameful. It's, it's, uh, they're moving on. I wonder what that, ha- what, what that means for I, people's purchases. I imagine they're going to archive them all, um, yeah. to PlayStation now, but I mean, it just brings up the topic of, of ownership, which again, we could do a whole other podcast on. Yeah. Well, the other issue that comes from this, Lawrence, is that um, they've only given people notice uh, a couple of months in advance. It's it's going to be July the second that they close. Whereas Bloody you know hell. when the when the Wii store shut down for Nintendo, they gave people an entire year in advance to you know just let them know. You know, make sure it was like make sure that if you want to keep the games you've purchased, that you've downloaded them to your Wii before this date in a year because we are shutting down the store and you won't be able to re-download them from that point in time. It gave people enough notice. This, yeah, this, this is, is like giving, three months' notice. 
Yeah, it's not a lot of notice, I don't think, no. especially for the PS3, which, yeah, okay, not that many people are on, and but it, people will still be on it out there. So it's sad, uh, but that is uh, that's that, that is the way of the world. And do you think that they're going to move on to another another portable at some point? No, I don't think Sony will ever dip no. into the portable market ever again after the flop of the PlayStation Vita. But um, yeah. I think they'll archive it all and just bring it to the PlayStation 5 because they seem to be wanting to bring everything to the PS5. It would make sense, wouldn't it? Yeah. Speaking of portables, Lawrence, the Nintendo Switch, have you heard of it? Yeah. Are we going to get onto this main topic? Because we're running out of blasted time here. We are at this point, but the Nintendo Switch, Switch That was a perfect Pro. segue. The Nintendo Switch Pro, Lawrence. It's a rumour. It's not happening. It might have. It's not happening. I will not stay here and allow loose loomers to dominate when we've got a main topic for once. It might have DLSS, Lawrence. It's not happening. How do you know that? Because it's a roost loomer. There's nothing confirmed until Nintendo bring it out. It is not real. You're living in a fictional world. Wake up, people. It's apparently <laughs> going to utilize NVIDIA's deep learning super sampling, a technology that uses artificial intelligence to deliver higher fidelity graphics more efficiently because... They are apparently aiming to be able to output games at 4K in docked mode. I don't believe it when it's in my hands. Speaking of things that are in your hands, Lawrence. There you go. How was that? That was terrible. <laughs> Do you forgive me now? No, we had a perfect no. sec. I even mentioned the this PlayStation 5. And this you go revert to Nintendo. Why are you ruining my segue? It's not your segue. I am my Why segue ruined, ruined by a bastard Nintendo. Speaking of things that are in your hand, Lawrence. I've got the whole world in my hands here. How how is the PlayStation 5? It's alright. Oh, it's only alright, is it? Mm. Oh, yeah. Go on, ask ask me anything. Go on. Oh, God, right. Um, Should I get Sir Battersbergen back in or... Well, is he going to be able to answer questions or are you going to be able to answer questions? I'm pretty sure he can answer some questions. All right, go on on, and ask him to come back in. Jesus Christ. Um, I can't believe we're committing to this bit. I'm going to be honest with you. Musical interlude. (laughs) Right, we're back with Sir Badsberg, the 23rd. Sir Badsberg. So you would consider yourself an enthusiast? I am, my dear boys, I have travelled the Amazon for three nights to find the legendary PlayStation 5. Would you, would you like to tell the listeners about your epic adventure? Well, it happened in oh, a week ago now. Mm-hmm. Yes, I remember it clearly as if it were yesterday. I spent many sleepless nights waiting, watching. Waiting for the arrival of the PlayStation 5. And, and then it happened. On the Wednesday, funnily enough, at oh. 7.36 in the morning. Oh, that's quite early. It is very early. I was awoken by a startling sound. Stock on Amazon. And where were you getting this, this knowledge from? YouTube. From YouTube? What? Yes, there's a stream which alerts you whenever there's a stock of a PlayStation or an Xbox somewhere in the UK. Look at all in England. So, there's a live stream that you can watch that will make a noise when there's stock. Yes. 
And, and stock came upon Amazon. Uh-huh. And so you leapt. I leapt out, out of, bed. of your chair. Out I did. Of your bed. I leapt out of bed, wearing nothing but my ungaroos. And I ran to my chair. And I clicked by now. And there it was. On the way. It's, it's amazing that that is the procedure. Uh, which you have to be buying them at this, and you paid regular price. I paid regular price, which is which is interesting because so many people at this point who are buying PlayStations aren't wait, trying to save a book on it. They're just they're just if it's a good scalper price, they'll pay for it. Like I've yeah. heard people pay eight hundred and fifty quid, you know that kind, just for this at this point. And you have just been able to get to, to get one at the correct price. The Discord servers and Twitters did help. Uh, it's, it's always good to keep in touch with everyone. Uh, and uh, the key is to be patient. Yeah. So now tell us about the games that you have and, and how you have been playing. Well, I've been currently playing... Uh, sorry, sorry, sorry. Who's... He had to go. He was, he was having a coughing fit. Uh, <laughs> ah, okay, so Lawrence is back. I'm Lawrence. Back. Yes. Lawrence, please tell us. First of all, I want to uh, just go back a bit and talk about your setup. So you have a PlayStation 5. I do. I have a PlayStation 5. Have you, what, what screen are you using? What I refresh am, rate? I am using a 144 hertz monitor at 1440p, which okay. PlayStation it currently cannot output out, but it is being patched. <laughs> it is being patched this month, so oh. it is, support is, is, is on its way before you start sniggering in that <laughs> damn corner. Well, uh, it is quite funny that they didn't think of this. <laughs> right. Um, uh, so in terms of games, uh, I generally play games which actually use the adapter triggers or the haptic feedback of the controller, because that's one of the main selling points uh which one of them is fortnite yeah um astros astros playroom or astros something yeah is it uh, yeah, which yeah. is built in which is very very good surprisingly good platformer uh, and yeah. really does enhance the whole um controller and uh spider-man miles morales just arrived today so i, I plan to try that out the, very the, good the adaptive triggers is is it it is a game changer. Uh, it's surreal and strange uh, at first. Like for example, with the bow on Fortnite, I have to kind of really push down on the R two because it will it will push up against my own finger. If I'm firing a shotgun, it kind of clacks into place or clicks into place, and when I'm out of ammo, it <laughs> does just literally stop. It, it's insane. Uh, that's awesome but also yeah it is very awesome uh the haptic feedback is very very similar to the nintendo switch um oh, okay okay uh, very very similar to that in fact they even do something uh like you know the balls in one two switch yeah where you roll them around you've got to guess how many there are uh they yeah. do something like this in the astro uh playroom where the characters jump into the controller and you can move it left and right you can kind of feel them almost feel them uh, rolling around so you so but it's so it's like hd rumble but it's actually like 4k rumble yeah you could say it's 8k Very rumble. nice well you can't say that you can't say that well, it I says just, it on the I box just, but you can't but he didn't play it 
<laughs> they don't do it yet. Don't do it yet. I'm, I'm watching you, Sony. <laughs> I'm watching you, Sony. Watching you. Can't output 8K yet, and I'm telling you now, you buggers. So, do you think that the uh, adapted triggers is kind of like the reason why you're playing so much Fortnite then? Honestly, yes. So, because it's kind of like that's how you can experience like that. That's kind of like your because you haven't got Call of Duty on the PlayStation. No, I don't have Call. I don't have Call of Duty on the PlayStation, which does have the um, adaptive triggers, uh, <laughs> which I can imagine would only feel weird. Yeah, but, I would love to see this feature come to PC. Oh yes, definitely. I'd love to see it at least supported on PC. Yeah, uh, but I don't think it will be. No, because I've seen PC is now fully uh, Microsoft at this point. Um, it is, but sorry, I don't have to cut you off again. No, but no. I just want to mention that I think that there is a discussion to be had where it's like, at what point do Sony recognize that there are people who aren't going to buy the PlayStation Five, but they might still buy a controller for the adaptive triggers? Because that's sixty quid, like that yeah, they could get out yeah. of a PC gamer. And I don't think that they would. They would. I think that they, if they thought the monetarily that was worth them investing in allowing them to do that on pc to mm-hmm. to sell that many i think that that would work especially especially lawrence because call of duty league for example is now all played on pc with controllers yeah. people are using their scuff controller on uh on pc now that's the official that's like that's how they play in the league you play on a pc with a controller that's the standard so it would it would make sense if scuff started doing you know, officially like adaptive triggered PC controller, you know, that, you know, they could take a PS5 controller and make it PC usable. That would be great, yeah. I think. I, th- I think anyway. one, one of the cool things about the controller is that it's got a built in microphone. So you don't, well, like, all you need is just like a headset and it literally, you can just talk to, to anyone that you'd like to, but you can easily mute it if you don't like me. I'm not very openly social. Uh, did, did the PS4 one not have a microphone? Uh, no, it didn't have a built-in microphone. Oh, it had a speaker in it, didn't it? Speaker, it? That's why. Yes. It was a grill for a speaker, not a microphone. Yes. Okay. All right. So that's cool. Mm. So you just um, need a pair of headphones. Oh, I, I have a pair of headphones, which I just plug in. Like It adapts any uh, headphones uh-huh. to it. It's the four, uh, no, four, a 3.5 millimeter jack. Right, right. So, um, yeah. Great. Uh, and so, so at this point in time... You've played a little bit of the PlayStation. Do you think it is money well spent at this moment? In this moment, yes and no. There are things about it I don't like. Okay, um, let's talk about the things you don't like, Lawrence. I don't like the fact that I can't customize the theme on my on my UI. I don't like the the fact that when you like like on the PlayStation Four, when you installed games, you can literally just make a folder and you can have all your games there. All it's got is the recently played games up on the bottom. Then you have to go all the way to the right to select your library. And then it's like, yeah, it's just a bit more fiddly. It, right. it could, it could use the UI update. Um, just, yeah, needs more games really, uh, which will, will, which will come. I imagine like the PlayStation four, uh, and not all games are enhanced for the PlayStation 5. A lot of them are locked, uh, mainly the PlayStation 4 games, are locked to 30 FPS, and you can tell. 
like really, really dull. So um, they're not even PS5 enhanced or? Not not all of them are PS5 enhanced, no. Eventually what? will be, but not all of them will. Uh, a lot of them are, okay. as in PlayStation 4 Pro uh, level. Yeah, and at what point do you think you're going to run out of space? Um, soon. <laughs> wow, Very you've, had soon. It for, you've had it for less than a week. Yeah. And you're um, about to run out of space. Well, there is a, there is a slot for an expansion, an SSD expansion, uh, yeah. which they are... <laughs> there's another thing which I don't like about it, which is disabled... Uh, but will be enabled very shortly with the March update. So, oh my god, we'll probably expanding that a little bit. There wasn't even that much space on the PS5 to begin with. No, was it there? was eight eight hundred gigabytes, and it's not actually eight hundred gigabytes because it's actually probably about six hundred and fifty yeah, or something. Things like six, six two five, I think it is. Yeah, where the other two hundred goes, we have I have no idea. Probably on the OS. It's, it's not bloody 200 gig, the OS. And the updates. Yeah, well. But, but the pros, you know, it's, it's speedy, it's fun. You know, I'm mm-hmm. having fun on a console, which is weird. Uh, and, yeah, it's... It'll get there. I think, I think that the best part about you having, a, like, a PS5 for you is the... Fact that you've got a screen that's going to be able to take advantage of the higher quality stuff in the future with the frame rate, yes, and also um, the 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 controller is definitely a huge plus for PlayStation. Yeah, I mean the the controller was one of the reasons why I wanted a PlayStation. Yeah, yeah, and and it is a huge part of it for me as well. If I was going to choose between the two, I'd struggle because I really want the controller. Um, but like my dad got uh, the Series X within the last week too. And so it's been interesting to hear him talk about that and how like he's loving Red Dead Redemption 2 right now. He says graphically looks insane. He's only got a 1080p TV still. Yeah. Um, so, so it still looks great even on that resolution, which I'm sure the PlayStation does as well um, for the enhanced. With, with, with both of them, with the Xbox Series X and the PlayStation, it's still relying on last gen. We've yeah. still not made that full commitment to new gen yet, and I think that yeah. that's, that's what we're all waiting for with bated breath. Yeah, standalone next gen stuff has got to come before we can really see what's happening. Yeah. The difficulty of next gen stuff coming is, of course, uh, storage space, um, your own your own setup, with, you know, with your screen and everything. Whether you get the most out of it that way, um, yeah, very very few things other than that because right now it's really a the the battle between the two should we say the battle it's not really i suppose these days no, but, it's not it's no longer you know, a battle it's it's going to be more a battle of streaming uh yeah stuff. but you've got obviously xbox have a uh, smart delivery they have quick resume and those features right now as well as obviously the enhanced xbox stuff is really making this the experience on the x seem to be pulling ahead from what people are saying in the PlayStation 5s. Mm. But when everything catches up and all the games are all next-gen, the the features that are really selling points right now for people going from an older console to a next-gen console, those will become less. Yeah. 
So it'll be interesting as time goes on how the opinion of the consoles change between people. I mean, just looking at at stock price, at like stock at how much demand there is for each console, I think the PlayStation Five is beating the Xbox just because it's so difficult to get a PlayStation Five at this moment. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it is difficult to get both, but yeah, I think that we're still hanging on from last gen's um, opinions. The last gen consoles are still driving the next gen ones quite heavily you know the ps4 certainly won by a long stretch over the xbox one definitely and so but xbox do have the tester now on their on their side which is is interesting i do think we've got a good uh yeah a good a good road ahead for microsoft Mm. potentially it's 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 going to be an interesting next few years i think it is and we'll have the opinion straight from the source thanks to lawrence's new purchase of a playstation 5 so i think that wraps up for today I, lawrence Thank i, I you would very like much. to say one more thing if i may all right whilst i may have purchased a playstation 5 <laughs> this is your disclaimer is it this is my disclaimer yes okay i am fully and utterly committed to the pc master race <laughs> As oh I can play God. Final Fantasy XIV on both of these things, but I have chosen to play on the PC. I think it's quite funny that you have landed yourself with a 3070 and a PlayStation 5 at this point in time. I, I am you very, very happy. Lucky. You're not happy with just one of them. Well, I mean, I, mean I, I always said I was going to get a PlayStation 5 around about this time of year. So. The gaming thirst cannot be quenched. Gaming thirst is not quenched. Yes. Thanks very much for listening to to this episode today, everybody. Appreciate it a lot. And um, we will catch you all next week. Bye-bye for now. Are you sure you don't want to tell them the socials? Oh, I did that earlier. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye. <laughs>